Hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Today on the podcast review show, we're going to hang out on the coffee couch. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. Welcome to the podcast review show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And we always like to start off the episode by uh, reminding you that uh, this episode contains a thing called an opinion. And the last time we checked, they're not fatal. And uh, ours has been asked for. And uh, you can agree with us and uh, be smart or you can disagree with us <laughs> and send us lots of feedback and tell us how, uh, how silly we are. And uh, we are so glad you are here. Joining me as always, my co-host, the podcast talent coach himself, Mr. Eric K. Johnson. Eric, how are you, my friend? Very well, Dave. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is where we help you uh, reform your content, take a look at your website, take a look at your podcast, take a look at your technical aspect of your show, see if we can find some spots that you're uh, knocking it out of the park so we can help you do more of that. And then we uh, try and find a couple spots that could use a little spit shine and touching up to make your podcast a little stronger. We call it the podcast review show. And uh, thanks for being here. Every week we invite a new podcaster on the show to have their show reviewed. And uh, usually we don't make anybody cry. We've been trying, but uh, we haven't been successful at making anybody cry yet. Tonight it might be the first. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Dan Hansen's with us from danhansen.com and the Coffee Couch Podcast. Dan, thanks for being here, bud. Thanks. Thanks for uh, having me on. I'm excited. I'm getting ready to be ripped. So <laughs> everybody was always just kind of stands like this. They're like waiting for it. So uh, we always like to find but, out like like what got you into podcasting. Well, well, it's been actually pretty cool. I started out listening to podcasts quite a few years ago. I started with a podcast called Wordplay, and that was by uh, Cam Wyland. She did a podcast on writing. I was a budding on author screenwriter. So I wanted to learn all I could, and all of a sudden this podcast thing popped up. Uh, I go, ooh, that sounded cool. And then a couple, of just last year, two years ago, I think it was Dave, when I heard for the first time the School of Podcasting. And that all of a sudden got me really excited. And I said, you know, I think I can do that. And with your coaching and expertise, I actually was able to launch my first, I guess, fade cast called the, the <laughs> scholars room <laughs> at the scholars room.com. And, uh, but I said, you know what? It's not over yet. I have some still to say, I just decided to go a different direction and say, Hey, what can I do better? And what can I do differently? And that's where it's led me to today. So what, what's the goal of the coffee couch? Well, that's even more interesting. The goal of the coffee couch is basic. I've been really big into, self-hypnosis. I've been a certified hypnotist 
since I was 19, and I'm now in my 50s. So it's been a while since I've done any of that public speaking that I've done before. I've also been in Toastmasters. And I just wanted to express everything I learned in self-development, personal development, and see if I can bring that to other people. And I also wanted to bring in parts of my writing because I'm also working on my PhD and my dissertation process. So I wanted to create a place where I can sit and talk about what's going on in personal development, what, what the thinkers are thinking, and what I'm doing with my research, which happens to be with connectedness and persistence. And I go, hmm, there's something there. And then I found coffee <laughs> <laughs> and, and network marketing, which has been amazing. So part of my goal is to reach out to an audience of coffee drinkers or tea drinkers or people that occasionally take a shower <laughs> or even brush their teeth because we have something for everybody. And, and just to have conversation. And I found one of my, uh, my friends that's in my dissertation uh, cohort wrote and commented on my first episode. And uh, I said, oh, wow, my first comment in either show. And I said, you know, we got something here. And so the goal is just to bring a, a piece of brightness in a rather confusing world. And I was really inspired by uh, Michael Hyatt as well. Mm -hmm. So between not quite leadership, but more just like personal development and whatever else floats my boat that could add to somebody else's day. Awesome. Eric, any questions for, uh, for Dan before we kick this into gear? No, I think a lot of my questions have to do with the uh, episode itself. So let's dive right into okay. it. Okay. And the, the thing that's kind of different with this episode is uh, Dan's podcasts are, are, you know, they're, they're not uh, an hour long. They're not 30 minutes long. They're about five minutes long, depending on, I guess, what the topic is. And so tonight's, it's only like five minutes long. So we're just going to play the whole thing. And so it'll be kind of nice for the audience. They'll get to hear uh, from start to finish. A lot of times we pull clips and, uh, you know, we talked it over and said, look, it's only five minutes. Let's just play the whole thing. So kick back, get comfy. And uh, enjoy the coffee couch. Welcome to the coffee couch. Making a difference, one cup at a time. Helping you create success through relaxation, empowerment, serenity, and synergy. And I'm your host, Dan Hansen, your coffee, connectedness, and persistence guru. Episode 8, Three Ways to Regain Your Focus. This episode is brought to you by WantMyCoffee.com. Change your coffee, change your life. There are many flavors to choose from, including a great mocha, hot chocolate, tea, buy a box or two to help support the show. Today's episode, I'm going to discuss focus and three ways to regain focus. According to Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, focus is follow one's course until success. An ancient Indian sage was teaching his disciples the art of archery. He placed a wooden bird as a target and asked him to aim at the bird's eye. He turns to the first disciple and asks, describe what you saw. And he said, I see trees, I see the branches, I see the leaves, I see the sky, I see the bird, and I see its eye. The sage asked the disciple to wait a minute. He then turns to the second disciple and asks the same question. The second disciple replies, I only see the eye of the bird. 
and the sage says, very good, shoot. The arrow goes straight and hits the eye of the bird. Well, that's what you have to do. Get your eye on the target and just shoot. Let your goal be the only thing you picture in your mind. I had a goal for several months now. I came close to hitting the target. And then life threw a few things at me and made me lose focus. Uh, for a technical term, we'll call those distractions. Like a marksman, you have to adjust your scope and regain that focus. As Captain Kirk said to Khan in Star Trek II, Ratha Khan, like a poor marksman, you keep missing the target. It's time to become a good marksman. Those distractions also came at a high price. My confidence took a hit. My attitude and motivation was going back to the dark ages of my life. I got to the point I was hurting those that I care about the most. Then I decided never to go back. I had to find that way. So, after a little bit of personal development, a lot of reading, I found three ways to regain my focus. The three ways to regain focus. First one, reach out and get in touch with someone. Reach out to people that support you, a mentor, other leaders in your organization, or like-minded people. They know what you're going through, and they've been where you've been, and they might offer a kick in the butt. I also had to dig deep into personal development by reading Napoleon Hill, John C. Maxwell, Robert Kiyosaki, and many others. Second thing you need is to have a clear picture in your mind. Create a vision board is a great way to put all your dreams and goals on a piece of cardboard that you can see and look at every morning as you get up. Some people have photos of houses they want. I have pictures of the books I'm going to write. And I also have pictures of places I want to be. I have picked the zip code in Maui. And then revisiting my goal. Making sure I remind myself the goals I'm working on. And look at the sacrifices I'm going to have to make in order to reach those goals. I discovered that I need to sacrifice, give up some TV shows, definitely playing computer games. I used to be addicted to WoW. That's World of Warcraft. Now I'm addicted to now. There you have it. Finding focus by following one course until successful. Keep your eye on the prize. Make a clear picture of what you want to do. Create your success team and make sure you stay in touch with them. Create that vision board so you can see where you're going, what you want to do. And then revisit those goals. Make sure you remind yourself of what you're doing and, more importantly, why you're doing it. I put links to everything in the show notes. I appreciate you being here. Share your comments on the website. And I would also appreciate some feedback by leaving me a message through the button on the website sending me an email at dan at hansenscoffeecouch.com find me on twitter at danhanson underscore so until next time we'll see you on the coffee couch And there you go. Short and to the point. I like that. So, um, I guess I'll start off. I usually let Eric start off, but I'm going to just jump on in. Um, the thing I liked about it that, that jumped out is it seems like it's well planned out. When, when you start off, it was like, okay, here's somebody who definitely is not winging it. 
you, you definitely got your point set out. And uh, I like the the music. You know, it was just a nice kind of warm, kind of fuzzy, you know, nothing too, uh, I don't know, it wasn't super serious, but it wasn't uh, Binky and the Wiz. And uh, so I just like the way it, it kicked off. Eric, what were your initial thoughts when it kind of started? I liked the uh, I liked the the cleanness of the overall podcast. There's not a whole lot going on to distract us. Um, you give a nice quote, a nice story, uh, and then we're right into the three points and off to the races. So I, I like that it's easily digestible pieces. I like the short form of it. That uh, I know exactly. Uh, each week when I come, I'm going to get a piece of uh, information that I can use and be on my way, and I can I can get it quickly, like uh, you know, over a cup of coffee per se. So yeah, I like I like the uh, succinctness of the show. Yeah, and and when you started off, I forget what what's the very first thing out of your mouth. Welcome to the coffee couch. Welcome to the coffee couch. Um, well, I, even forget. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it, it was something. And then yeah. it, you immediately explained what that was. And I was like, okay, because I was kind of like, well, what is the coffee couch? And then you, you kind oh, of explained yeah. it. And I was like, okay, cool. Now, so within like the first 10 seconds, I knew exactly what we're like, what this podcast was about. Cause I wasn't sure if it was going to be about coffee or couches or whatever, you know, but it was like right, no, right. within like 10 yeah, seconds, yeah. I knew exactly what we're going to be yeah. talking about. Um, Here to help people reach um, uh, success through uh, relaxation, yeah. empowerment, serenity, and synergy, yeah. which is stress acronym that I just made up. It's like also I sat in a pen and paper one day and just stress, stress management sounds cool, but what does stress mean? The only you thing know? that when I first I had to listen to it a couple times, and really again I was kind of like, all right, well should I find something here that maybe, you know, I would like tweak. And the only thing I could think of is I don't think, and, and I really had to search for this. So again, first time through this went right over my head. What is connectedness? Connectedness is, is basically meeting people, connect, uh, creating relationships. Ah. Connectedness is a term that I actually discovered while doing my research. It's something that's not really utilized. It's uh, something new that I'm actually bringing to the uh, scholarly environment. It's uh, so relatively new. And the way I'm utilizing social media as a form to connect people. That's connectedness and what I've determined and defined it as. Well, Dan, in that introduction there, you use quite a few buzzwords and, uh, and you kind of scream through them pretty quickly. And the way you describe connectedness there, I think – um, might strengthen your overall introduction if you explain it a little bit more, because as you open the uh, as you open the coffee couch, you talk about making a difference one cup at a time, helping you create success through relaxation, empowerment, serenity, and synergy with your coffee connectedness and persistence guru. And you're hitting me with a lot of crossword puzzle words there. I'm I'm getting nailed with Scrabble points, double points coming at me. So um, you, you know after that you might give a little uh, elevator pitch of what your show is about. What does all of that mean for me? What, what, is, what do I get out of your show that helps me with relaxation and empowerment and serenity and synergy and connectedness and persistence? And I, I think you have a great backstory. Um, you know, as you were talking a little earlier about your um, hypnosis training and uh, your your public speaking background, that gives you authority. You have a great background. And by listening to your show, I don't know that. That doesn't come through at the beginning. And I think if we add a little bit of that, 
if you toot your own horn a little bit at the beginning of the show, it'll give you a little more credibility and kind of explain what you're here to help me do and why I should believe you're going to help me do it. Awesome. I was worried about the, using the word hypnosis or hypnotist. Uh, it's always had a negative connotation. And so uh, that actually, I'm just going to come bold face out and just say what it is. Well, I think, I think as of late with people using hypnosis to stop smoking and, and um, curb their eating patterns and things like that, I think a lot of people have become to accept hypnosis um, as, a, as a, a way to beat back some demons. And I think it's become a lot more accessible than it was, say, 20 years ago. Actually, I like that. Beat back your demons. That's a very good uh, plug line right there. Thanks, Eric. Oh, you want to <laughs> hey, do, do what I can for you. I do have a strong right. urge right now to, to, to like, you know, click like a chicken for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's right. I get that all the time, even today. <laughs> and I was, I mean, I've been in hypnosis since uh, like the nineties. It's like, well, who remembers the nineties, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's amazing. The looks I get when I tell people that I'm a certified hypnotist and I can make me click like a chicken. That's the first thing people ask me. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing I liked about it was it, it started off, like you said, um, you know, uh, what what's the thing one cup at a time? Eric, you actually wrote it down. Oh, making. Yes. Making a difference one cup at a time. Yeah. So then the, then you explained what that actually meant. And then you had your a very short plug for, for the coffee, which I thought was cool. And then there was like the, the music faded and you said episode eight and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, I just thought it was just a, a nice, it kept the show moving. And again, just it just rolled, and then it. Uh, you didn't do. Uh, I know one one of Eric's pet peeves is like, and now we're going to talk about the three steps. It's like you just you just started talking about the three steps. So well, uh, thank you for being such a great coach, Dave, because yeah. I got that from you and Eric. By okay. the way, so I yeah, uh, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a big clunky segue, and now it's time for yeah. Um, I like that too. One question I had for you, Dan, is I've listened to this now three times. Um, to me instinctively caffeine and serenity and relaxation don't seem to go hand in hand for me. So can you help well, me I, understand where we are there? I actually can. And that's, what's uh, amazing. Uh, that's why I wanted to send you a sample of my coffee. Cause it's a, it's a healthy coffee. It's actually has an herb called Ganoderma in there, which ha- is an adaptogen that offsets the caffeine effect. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. It's like getting actually decaffeinated coffee. I go, how do I explain that? And uh, it bring that across. I go, how can coffee be healthy? I go, but it can. Oh, my gosh. I lost since I've been on uh, drinking the coffee since September. I've dropped 48 pounds um, and uh, four inches around my waist. And um, I, I sleep better. I don't see the allergist anymore. So it's got some great healing properties in there. And it's all right. natural and organic. So and I actually – that's when the last episode 11, I talk about coffee, but I don't talk about the actual coffee that I distribute. I gotcha. All right. Well, that makes sense. You know, I think as we, as you got into the, um, as you got into the content, the three points, I liked the fact that it was three points. It was pretty easy, uh, to grasp and understand and digest. I didn't have a whole, you know, 48 points, uh, how you can, uh, overcome, focus or lack thereof. Um, but going from one point to the next, I got a little lost. I wasn't really sure where, um, the second point and the third point started and the previous point ended. And, um, 
and I'm not sure why, and it may have been because the points were um, pretty similar. I mean, they all go hand in hand. You know, yeah. you reach out and get in touch with somebody, and then create that clear vision board and have a clear picture in your mind, and then go back and revisit your goals. Well, if you have that vision board, you're kind of using that to revisit your goals. Yeah. And I kind of got lost if we were moving on to another point there. Um, and then at the end, when you come back and you recap it, um, I, this time I wrote it down uh, because you recap focus, you know, focus uh, and uh, Kiyosaki's quote there. And then you say, keep an eye on the prize, make clear goals, create a panel of friends, keep in touch with them, create your vision board, revisit your goals, revisit what you want, and revisit why you want it. And I'm wow. thinking, okay, Dan, that's, that's a thousand points. That's that's eight, not three. So where did that come from? I kind of got a little lost there. Um, but uh, I like the structure of the show. I like the way you come in with three points. Uh, and, and it's not a big step to make those three points crystal clear. I think you're just trying to we've already explained them in the in the um, body of the content. Now, in the recap, just hit the three, just hit the three. One is uh, surround yourself with great people and talk to them often Two, create your vision board. Go back and look at it all the time. Three, uh, make sure you're revisiting your goals. And, and those three steps will help you get there. And then you can add in any other ancillary um, supporting content that you'd like. But it, it would be a little cleaner there at the end, I'm just thinking. Yeah, that was one of my thoughts. Just uh, anytime I do any kind of list or something that's very visual, I always try at the end of it. I mean, maybe it's the teacher side of me, right? Tell them what you're going to tell them, then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. <laughs> and so I was kind of waiting for the, okay, just one more time. One, reach out. Two, have a clear picture. Three, revisit your goals. You know, do those and you'll be, you know, happy and blah, 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 blah kind of thing. But it, it, you did do it. It just, it's like Eric said, you kind of, you threw in a couple bonus. Because I wasn't even reading my notes at that point. I just was uh, not even looking at this, uh, my sheet of paper and uh, just, uh, I hear you. I can see what I was doing when I was doing it. <laughs> well, that was going to be one of my questions was, is this written out verbatim or do you just have bullet points? Uh, bullet points. Pretty okay. much. And uh, then I flesh it out a little bit and uh, to make sure I bring home the points I'm looking for. And then after I've done the recording, I go back and write the show notes or just flesh it out more. So the show notes are there. Got it. Okay, yeah, because the show notes looked a lot like the content on the show, so that makes sense that you're creating those after the show is completed. Right. So I want to make sure yeah. I get all the like the. Do I have this? Uh, if I make a reference to something, do I have it pointing there? Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like begin with the end in mind. So I kind of the outline is like where the where I want to end up with, but yet I got to flesh all that stuff out to get the end product. Well, overall, I think you have some great content there, and it's uh, it's not too far of a step to just clean it up a little bit and, and make your bullet points stand out a little more and uh, get it right on track. I also noticed when I was even re-listening to it, I go, one of the things I need to do is maybe slow down my speaking a little bit. That's one thing I've been uh, listening to more and more frequently, my speaking too fast. You know. um, when you want when you want particular sentences to stand out and really catch the attention, use that pregnant pause where you just stop talking mm -hmm. and then people will listen to what you're saying. Um, slowing down a little bit, ch changing your, your pace, your tempo, your cadence. Um, that'll help 
things stand out. So I wouldn't slow down overall. I think the, the cadence of the entire podcast um, felt right. It felt it, it matched the mood that you set with the music and the introduction and the uh, overall goal of the show. It felt it felt right to me. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, the only things that uh, that made me think maybe he was reading it is there are a couple sentences. And again, if I was listening in the car, this most of the stuff would go right over my head. So it's kind of nitpicky. But like you said, uh, Robert Kayas, how do you say that guy's last name? Kayasaki. Yeah. yeah. You, you said that Robert. I probably read verbatim. Well, no, you said, you said Robert Kayasaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like, like right. it was like one. And I'm like, okay, I know that's a book, but mm-hmm. you might want to say, you know, Robert, the author of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because it was just, it was just like one big slur. Um, and then there was one sentence where you said, life threw a few things at me. And then it was mm-hmm. like, and I thought, I wonder if he's reading that because sometimes I've, I've done that. I have a couple podcasts where people give me a script and I read it and I end up saying things in a weird timing that if I was just talking, I wouldn't have done that. And I have to go back and either re-record that. Yeah. And again, that's not a deal breaker. It just made me go, well, that was kind of a weird timing sentence. It was, it didn't sound quite as, uh, yeah, well, it might've been what I, what I could have been like when I looked down from my notes or look away. Cause I, I try not to speak from my notes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I gotta make sure where where the hell where am I where the heck am I you know it's like I okay that's yeah. where I'm at so I might have read it at that point yeah and the only thing that which is it's a good thing when you leave people wanting more is you mm-hmm. kind of talked about how you know you your personal story had kind of taken a turn down a, a dark road apparently and you had read these books to to kind of help you come out of it and I was kind of bummed that you didn't say. Like I learned this, which you kind of did focus is from rich dad, poor dad, apparently. Um, and, and I guess I just thought, Oh, I was kind of hoping to hear maybe just a little more. And maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe you didn't quite say, this is what I learned from this book. And this is what I learned from that book. Uh, Cause I'm a, a huge reader. So I'm always kind of like, you know, like, well, how did these help? Um, I was kind of in that same boat, Dan, because when I listened to the Archer story, mm. I just felt like, oh, okay, here's a fable. You know, that's going to come my way, the moral of the story. And, and I wasn't very engaged. Um, but then you started talking about your own issues and, and some of the stuff that you went through and how you got distracted and how you had to go find focus. And you really didn't dive deep into that very much. And I, and I so wanted to hear more of that story. That I started getting sucked into. And I'm like, wow, what happened to him? What, what was he fighting? How did he get thrown off track? How did he get back on? And you touched on it just kind of superficially. You just kind of skimmed the surface as a little drive-by. And I thought that story was so much more compelling. Than, and not that the Archer story didn't serve its purpose and, and support what you're trying to accomplish in this particular episode. I just felt like the story that you were about to tell and didn't quite reveal all of it to us was a little more personal and a little more um, – A little more – yeah. It, it's more That's what you. You're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's I mean, deep inside of you. You have a connectedness to that. You have a you have a, some skin in the game with that story, and mm-hmm. you told it from the heart. And yeah. you, you kind of mentioned, you know, things like World of Warcraft and some other things that you had changed. But in terms mm-hmm. of like how these books pulled you out of that, you know, it's I like I used to yeah. think I used to think this, but after seeing this, and now that I'm doing this. I'm seeing, you know, kind of the, the, um, you know, anytime you can get a behind the scenes story, it's usually mm-hmm. gold, 
You know, um, I was just at a, a concert and the guy told how um, his uh, he gave away CDs to his he's a youth pastor. The band's called Casting Crowns and he gave away CDs. And one of the CDs, uh, his his student went to college and some other band was there and he passed him that. And how this CD kept getting passed to person to person. And then finally, this big record person found it and called him. And it was this cool story. And he goes, yeah, this is the song he, he heard. So it totally gave this let up the, the behind the story. And the whole time I'm just getting sucked in. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Behind the scenes stuff that you can't get anyplace else. Whew, just instantly sucked in. So I'm always a sucker for that kind of stuff. Cool. Cool. That's uh, that's this is a, this is definitely what I was looking for, because one of the things I'm always that's been one of my big fears when going into the podcasting is how much should I tell myself? How transparent should I be? And apparently pretty transparent is not a bad way to go. Well, as long as it's for, for me. Uh, I love when stories can be used to to help make the point. So in this case, you're still talking about regaining focus and staying focused. You know, if you say, yeah, I had scrambled eggs and bacon and my dog's name is, you know, Puffy. Now we're going to talk about, you know, whatever. But if it's a story like you had, you know, hey, I was distracted. I was, you know, lost in the world of Warcraft and, and this and that. Uh, Eric, any you want to add to that kind of thought in terms of yeah, I, revealing? I completely agree. If the story is going to support your your uh, your show topic and and the points you're trying to make by all means include stories include personal stories and reveal personal stuff about you that's how people be, get to know like and trust you is when you reveal things about yourself on your show and and people can see you're human and you have you have troubles just like everybody else you're not you're not some perfect um, up on a pedestal you are going in through the same things everybody else is going through and here's how you beat them and here's how they can too Awesome. Awesome. One thing you uh, you pointed out when we were swapping emails, Dan, was um, about your call to action. So I specifically listened to hear if you had a call to action at the end of your show. And in fact, I found four <laughs> you, okay. at the, at the okay. end of the show. At the end of the show, uh, you uh, you want people to get in touch with the show, share your comments on the website. Mm-hmm. And then you can give me any feedback on the website via the uh, feedback button there. And you can also send me an email. Here's my email address. And then you can also find me on Twitter. Here's my Twitter address. And, you know, by that time, you know, I, I couldn't keep up trying to write all that information down. And so, you know, it's and then now I have to make a choice. Now I have to decide, am I going to interact on Facebook or, or the website or Twitter or email or, you know, how it's too much work for me? <laughs> so just give them one simple call to action. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Why I'm not getting any feedback. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the other thing I can explain, let me uh, bring up your, your website here, is when you go to your website, um, looking at this, I have home, about, links, and bookstore. Which one of those oh, should no, I click I on? There's no contact oh button. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's actually yeah. – Now, there's a, there's a speak funny. pipe, which is cool, but mm-hmm. you know most people are looking for that word contact. And as much as, you know, it, it may be at the bottom of your about page or things like that, uh, or maybe even at the bottom of the page. But most people, when they come to the website, somewhere above the fold, they're looking for the word. They're looking for about and they're looking for contacts and then an easy way to consume your content. So you've got a player right there. That was awesome. You didn't have to search for that. It was easy right. to uh, to click on that. Bye. And uh, it's got a nice, clean, you know, nothing too super fancy kind of interface. You know, you've got your... Uh, your cup of coffee here in the upper right-hand corner and, and uh, you know, it, it, a nice little theme here. 
Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see a contact page and I was like, oops. And then the other thing, when we go to your about page, I was like, oh, cool. He's got an about page. And this is, it, it's kind of got two things. It's now I realize since then you've changed a website. So we'll take a look at that one too here in a second. But your what website are you looking at there, Dave? I'm looking at, uh, Hanson coffee, couch, coffee couch.com. Oh, okay. Cause I was looking at danhanson.com. That's where I was pulling okay. up. Well, that, I okay. think, I think that, your plan is to eventually. I think your plan is to eventually have everything go to danhanson.com, right? Correct. So mm-hmm. should we just be looking at that one at this point? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's switch right over. Because right now the link in uh, iTunes is already updated. Okay. It's already pointing to the show. Uh, it's already got the uh, art uh, link in the right way. Uh, fortunately, I used the Libsyn uh, uh, feed. Got it. Which helped a lot. So there really wasn't that much to change. Right. So, so yeah, I just had to change the information lips and yeah. I, I well, you have it about me, which is good because, like Eric said, some of the stuff maybe needs to be right. put into the the show to say, hey, here's you know, right. I've got a, a this degree or that degree or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and and get that on there. But you also want to make sure somewhere on here that if somebody stumbles upon the site, you explain here's what the podcast is, here's what you can expect, here's how you're going to benefit from listening to the podcast, right, and. Uh, and, and make sure you have something there. And also, there's still no contact page. Yeah, I know. I know. I was just seeing that. I go, um, that's all right. And I, I see here, um, it looks like you're using Daniel J. Lewis's uh, subscribe and follow plugin. But there, yeah. there's no link I'm here. I'm not digging it. There's no, no iTunes or anything like that, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no. And, you know, if they're here and they, like they love the stuff. Um, mm. And then, uh, obviously, you're you're in the middle right now as we talk of of moving everything over. So you, right, right, you, right. you'd probably want to have a button up here that says podcast. And one of the easy ways to make this is in WordPress, you can make a menu item that links to a category. So mm-hmm. so when you make a post, just make a category called podcast, and then you can make the menu item that just says podcast, and then everything that's been tagged is that. Um, it's kind of like a filter. You can think of it as a category. Uh, when you go to... to um, a roller coaster place. It's, you know, you must be this tall to ride this ride. Well, when you make right. a post in WordPress, you can say, Hey, you've been tagged as podcast and you can make a menu item. Then that when you click on, it, it's like, okay, you must be tagged podcast to be on the page right now. So it just filters out all the other uh, uh, content so that people are just looking at podcast posts. And of course, then you'll have your player there and they can uh, start to listen and get uh, sucked in like that. But I can see you've invested in, um, Michael Hyatt's, um, yeah. uh, what is this called? Get noticed. Yeah. Platform. Get noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I can see you've got all the social buttons up here, which is great. And, mm-hmm. um, so Eric, what did you think of, of danhanson.com? I like danhanson.com. I like the clean nature of it. And, uh, I like, love the fact that you're branding your name and, mm-hmm. and it's going to danhanson.com. Um, over on the right side of the page, we'll see affiliates and links and posts and archives and get the products and that sort of thing. Um, I like the clean look of that. One thing I noticed, and, and it's probably due to the fact that you're moving websites, on danhanson.com where you have all of your episodes listed, nowhere does it say coffee couch. Right. So um, even – so maybe in the podcast descriptions or something like that, when you're posting that up, um, uh, overall, I thought it was a, a pretty solid site. Let me see. Uh, let me check my notes real quick and see if I had any other, any other, 
uh, that's it. I like the, I just, I like the clean look of it. It looks like a very sharp website. I love the, the book theme the you know, kind of the library relaxation coffee house kind of mm-hmm. theme you have going. So yeah, All it right. looks pretty sharp. And thank you. The other thing, when you make, when you're uploading things to Libsyn, you pull this off the screen as I find what I'm looking for. Um, what's your, what's your flow there? You, you finish with the MP3, then what do you do? Once I finish with the MP3, I upload it to Libsyn and upload uh, my notes, create a new uh, episode. And once I publish an episode in Libsyn, I then create the, uh, take the link that uh, Libsyn creates for the yeah. MP3 file and I put it in the, um, PowerPress. Got it. Yeah. What are you using to to te- to add your ID three tags to your your? Right now, I am using when I use uh, uh, do the conversion on Audacity. I'm using that. There was one that you mentioned earlier, and I couldn't remember for the life of me what that. Uh, yeah, this, ID- it's it's called a. Uh, if you go to mp three tag dot de, it's a it's a German guy slash en, um, and. Be very careful. Look for the download link, not the download ad, because the people he has advertisements on his website, and almost all of them have the word "download" in it. So you end up clicking on the wrong thing. But the the problem is, and it's not a huge problem, but when you listen to your show, you have the uh, proverbial uh, gray music note of death, um, and it's it's not a huge deal. It's just when other people have it and you don't, and I'm gonna, yeah, you'll see it right there. So where other people, oh. you, you don't, now you have everything else, three ways to regain focus and everything else is fine. Um, Audacity the, does little wacky things like in your year, it put a bunch of slash marks, um, oh. but it's, it's just a branding thing. This could really, you know, if this was your logo, it would be awesome. And so it just, it's one of those things. Right. Yeah. So you definitely want it. What you would do is you take your MP3 file, you mm-hmm. add the ID3 tags, and then you upload it to Lipson and it's just, it takes all of two seconds, but it's one of those things that can just, you know, when everybody else is doing it, unfortunately, when you don't, you just kind of look like, well, what's up with this guy that, uh, you know, <laughs> how come everybody else has a picture and, and this guy doesn't? But other than that, the, you know, I thought the audio quality was fine. I listened to it today uh, in with earbuds on and I'm like, no, this sounds pretty good. And like I said, the, the flow was good. And um, it's hard to make Michael Hyatt's uh, theme look bad. I have yet to see somebody do that. So, so yeah, I haven't done it yet. It's pretty simple, and it looks overly complicated when you look on the inside, but it was one of the best investments I made as far as WordPress themes. It's just so easy to manage. Well, that's what and I wondered. I've, I, I've yet to find somebody. I know it's not the cheapest thing on the, on the Internet. It's, what, 180 no, bucks? Something 99. Like, 199 yeah. And uh, I know three people that have it and three people that like it. So the fact that it's kind of an all-in-one um, solution um, seems to be, be working for that. So, uh so yeah, Dave. I, I think we need to make gray music note of death T-shirts and sell them at <laughs> podcast movement. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like it came up, and I was like, oh, there it is, the gray music note of death. So <laughs> gray music note of death. <laughs> it's kind of like the old blue screen of death. It's not taken over by the the, the, music the gray note music of note of death. Yeah, <laughs> music note of death. So. Um, but again, and, and even now with some of the apps, they don't even read that. They'll, they'll just pull the artwork from iTunes, actually. So it, it mm-hmm. kind of depends, you know, what people are listening on, uh, you know, if right. that's going to be even an issue. But it's one of those things. It's like, well, if you got the two seconds, go ahead and uh, fill that in. So that's uh, 
what I saw here, and we already mentioned there was no. Yeah, I would definitely get some iTunes buttons. Um, are you on Stitcher yet? Not yet, but now they have enough episodes. I think I can get on Stitcher. Yeah, definitely get so. on Stitcher. Stitcher right now, for me at least, is delivering about 30% of my audience, and that's mainly on the Android side because there's just not much of a presence of a, a powerhouse on the Android side. And uh, mm-hmm. I was amazed that uh, I recently did uh, some crunching of the numbers, and um, SoundCloud delivers a whopping 1%. Uh, Spreaker uh, delivered 12%, and Stitcher came in with 30% if you added up both the iOS and the uh, the Android site. Yeah. So, Dave, what? where can you find uh, Stitcher uh, stats? Stitcher stats, if you go to, what you have to do is you sign up um, at Stitcher. It's at the very bottom of the page, and they're the only company right now that you can see how long people listen. And I always tell people, do not do that with alcohol around because you will get <laughs> extremely depressed. Because literally, it's um, at the bottom of Stitcher.com, you'll see where it says partner sign up, and then you go into your partner portal. And I will show you, I hate to do this on an audio podcast, but um, it shows you how many active listeners you have. And I thought I shared my screen. Maybe I'm not. Screen share. Here we go. Um, And you can actually, um, now what's hilarious is right now, and again, if you guys, if if you're new to the show, I could care less about my stats. I have 328 active listeners, and I think you have to have 5,000 to get into their advertising program. So if you're looking to get rich off of Stitcher, uh, keep looking. Um, But here, let's, (laughs) let's go into the podcast review show. Uh, if I go into here, now I haven't looked at these. I have no idea what I'm going to get here. Um, but you can go in and say, look by episode. And it shows you how many listeners you have. And this is, yeah, 57%, 58%, 41%, uh, 61, 62. So it's kind of like, it always makes me want to make a shorter show every time I look at these. Because the shores, the shows that are really short, you're like, really? Uh, but they, they have this one stat. Because some people click on it and they're like, oh, that's the wrong show. And they cut out. But uh, let me see if there's a spot in here. Uh, they used to have it where you could go, and they had the, like the overall of all podcasts. It was like 58%, something really somewhat depressing. But, yeah, you can go in and, and you know, see this. You can put links to your you – know, if you wanted to, you could put Stitcher on your website for people to listen to. And I see some people doing that, try to be the bigger fish in the small pond rather than iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. They're trying to mm-hmm. – uh, to do that, and um, I'm going to click this, but I don't think that's what I want to look at. No, nope, that's whatever tweet cards are. <laughs> yeah, but they they have they used to have stats on the average, the overall, like what um, what the you know overall uh, listener was. Now they have a top ten list. They must have got rid of that, but it was a really depressing thing when it was like 58 percent of people listened to all the way through a podcast. So, uh, but that's the kind of stuff you can get there, and you can't get that from any place else. Now, the other side effect of uh, okay, sorry about the that's fire right. truck. Right? <laughs> I guess the house is going down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other side effect of Stitcher is they also squash your audio. So I know a lot of people don't like Stitcher at all because they do really convert it down to a a, a lower bandwidth usage file, and it's not stereo, and it's you know, kind of compressed, so it's for easy streaming. But I know uh, my buddy Ray Ortega hates Stitcher. He's like, oh, they just ruined my sound. So you know, <laughs> it's, it's uh, six one way, half a dozen. But yeah, when you go to Stitcher, you have to sign up at the partner, partner portal, 
And then once you're um, a partner, you can go in and have your shows and, and see. You, you can obsess with more, yes, even more stats. Now, the cool thing about Stitcher is their stats are represented, not so much how far somebody's listening, but in terms of downloads, are represented both at Lipson and Blueberry, which is why I like Lipson and Blueberry, which is why I don't like SoundCloud. If I want to see my overall stats, now I've got to go check SoundCloud and Spreaker and you know any other place you sign up. If you really want the big picture, you've got to check 57 different places. So, right. but it is, it's, uh, and there, you know, more and more cars now are getting, uh, I just saw where there's going to be Wi-Fi in some Chevy or Mazda or something like that, like driving down the road with Wi-Fi. Now the, mm. the small print is you have to have OnStar and a couple other things, but I was like, <laughs> that's going to be interesting, but Stitcher's going into more and more cars. So they're definitely, uh, right. a player to be reckoned with. So, so well, that's exciting. Like I said, now I can definitely get in there, right? It's seven episodes to even get in Stitcher now, or is it? Uh, I didn't know there was a limit. I thought you could just submit it and okay. off you go. So, well, you refresh the DanHanson.com, the podcast page is up. <laughs> ah, there you go. I didn't take long. a little tutorial. Yeah. It didn't take long. Two, three clicks. You're right. And I just wanted to experiment and test it, but you're right. Two, so, three clicks. So Eric had already talked about your, your call to action and the, the way you ended the show. And it, it, it is, again, it's, to me, it was quick and to the point, and uh, I did notice that. And for the record, that's hard. It's hard to do one call to action because you always, I, I, at least in my head, when I listen back, I was doing what I call, oh, just one more. <laughs> it's just one more. Also, let's not forget Twitter. I have yeah, the Twitter link. Just one more. Just Almost one more. Because I, I know I, I listen back to myself, and I'm like, what was I doing there? So it's, it's, it's not really a call to action. I'm just going to mention it as an aside. Yeah. This is my real call to action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just give me some feedback. That's what I want. I don't care how you get it to me, but get it to me. Is that yeah. about the size of it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you'd love to get involved with the show. Hit it up at danhanson.com. And that's right. That's, it's pretty easy. Or, or even make – oh, that was the other note I had. Um, when you talked about the show, you said I've got links to these out in the show notes. Um, you might want to look into a plugin called Pretty Link because yes. you, you could make things like, you know, danhanson.com slash eight or something like that so that they don't have to go out and search. Because you got to realize it's, it's, it's kind of hard to fathom, but my first podcast from nine years ago still gets downloaded. And so if I said go find it, there's a lot to look through out there now. So if you can make it easy to find, um, and you could do that also, you could go, you know, danhanson.com slash contact. And then there's your Twitter and your LinkedIn and your Google Plus and your all the other fun things. And, and of course, you're going to have your phone number there and your speak pipe, all the stuff you really, you know, what you, your preferred method, put that at the top and mm -hmm. uh, in your email and things like that. So cool. make it easier for folks. But uh, overall, we always like to, uh, you know, point out the, the good stuff. And uh, I, I think uh, for me, again, I, I just like the, I don't know how to call it. It's like the feel. It just, it was kind of like, it started and I was like, oh, cool, we're on, a, here we go, we're on a little journey. And it, it wasn't, uh, along the way, I didn't go, ooh, what was that? You know, ooh, that was weird. There was no, no uh, weird surprises. You know, it was just, it was, it was comfy, it was like a comfy couch, man, just kind of cruising along. Uh, I like the stories. I would have liked to seen a, a little more deeper in, in where you were and how you got there, but it, it didn't ruin it for me by any means. And, uh, you know, for me, on the, the things you could tweak, uh, you know, again, ID3 tags, little minor thing you can, can do. Uh, you've already fixed the podcast page and, and uh, you know, figure out how you want to do your contact. And don't forget to put an about. I, I would put the about the podcast first 
and then about you second. But that's that's a personal that's preference. Fine. You can do whatever you want. But, two clicks of a two clicks of a bun. Yeah. Done. So so that would be my advice, Eric. What are your thoughts? I, Great shows have a personality all their own, and I think your show has a very consistent, solid personality. From the tone of the music to the way you set up the show to the structure of the show, it's it's quick and relaxed. You're not hitting me with a bunch of content. It, it's concise, and it gets me on with my day. And I, I like that most about your show. It's got a great personality, and I know exactly who the show is um, each and every time. I, I like the, the way that you use a quote to kind of set up the topic. Um, and, and I like the fact that it's just short and easily uh, digestible and just kind of a short form sort of thing. Um, I, I, I think your bullet points are solid. The things I think you can work on, touch up those bullet points a little bit so they're a little cleaner. We know what number one is. We know what number two is. We know what number three is. Um, make it a little... Uh, a little cleaner because if people start to uh, drift away and, and uh, all of a sudden glaze over and they're not listening to every word and then you go, okay, here's the next one. It kind of snaps them back and refocuses them on the show. Um, I love your backstory. I think if you include that a little at the beginning of the show, it'll, it'll uh, bolster your credibility and uh, give people a real reason to believe what you're telling them and buy into your story. And then I'd love to see you add a little more of those personal stories to the show to really um, bring that personality and that flavor to the show and, and uh, tell people that you know how to get it done because you've gone through it and here's how you did it. Awesome. 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 Overall, I think you got a pretty strong show. Wow. Thank you so very much. Wow. That's just and I recommend anybody else who's got a podcast definitely come on because this has been very enlightening. I did take copious amounts of notes. <laughs> there you go. Is there anything that we didn't cover, Dan, that you really wanted to wanted us to dive into? Actually, you gave me more one more than I didn't think of, and that was Great. definitely about the following up on the contact page. Yeah. Go, oh, things I messed. I was looking for. What was I? What was missing? That my when people come to my site. And I'm so grateful I did change over to danhanson.com. I thought Hanson's Coffee Couch was like just so distracting because it's called the Coffee Couch. And you know, I, even though I have the coffeecouchpodcast.com, I go, that's way too long. And I think you're right. The platforming myself was just the best decision I made. Well, and what you can do, did you say you have the coffeecouch.com? I have the coffeecouchpodcast.com, yeah. which I'm forwarded to danhanson.com. Well, you, and, and if you wanted to, you could forward that to danhanson.com slash whatever that category for podcasting is. So when people go to that, boom, now they don't have to look for the podcast. It's right there in front of them. Oh, and actually, I'm going to do that for the Hanson's Coffee Couch. So no matter which one they plug into, they can just go right there. Exactly. A copy and paste and, action. And Love. for the record, you're not the first person to... to to do that, uh, a longtime member of the school of podcasting did a one artist blues spotlight.com. I think it was. And I think he made <laughs> seven episodes eight and he said, what if I just want to go with a one blues.com? And I'm like, yes, we can do that. And he just, you just redirect it and it's a easy fix. But yeah. yeah, when you first start off, you kind of want to spill out the whole thing. And then you realize that people can't type and there. <laughs> <laughs> as, for, as for me, I starting to forget how to even type my last name. Sometimes I go, <laughs> yeah 
Thank yeah. you so much. Well, Sean. we should mention that Hanson is H A N S E N dot com. Mm-hmm. So find Dan and the coffee couch over at danhanson.com. And uh, Eric, where can we find your stuff? You can find me anytime you like online at podcasttalentcoach.com. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody down at Podcast Movement in Dallas in August. Yeah, it is going to be. I, the more I think about that, the more I'm like, this is just going to be insane. And um, I'm wow. really looking forward to it. It's, it's. Uh, I started working on my speech and and that whole night, and that's when it kind of became real. I'm like, ooh, I gotta, you know, that's right around the corner here. So I started working on it, and then I was just everybody I'm talking to is everybody's going, and I'm like, wow, that's gonna be. It's gonna be almost hard to. We're gonna have to find one big place to network because yeah. I want to see everybody, and if we break into little subgroups, it's like that's not gonna work. So it'll, it'll be interesting, but uh, yeah. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. The newly, now on a new virtual private server. Uh, I'll be talking about that on uh, Monday, the joys of uh, getting too popular, and uh, which was a lovely mess, if I do say so myself. But where we'd really like to see you is in Dan's chair. And uh, you can do that by going to podcastreviewshow.com forward slash review me. And uh, sign up there, and uh, we've got a couple. The, the line is the line is a nice line. It's like it's not empty, which is good for us, <laughs> and uh, but it's not super long. So we'll get you on in a couple weeks, and uh, which gives us plenty of time to really dig into your show and really take a long, hard look at it. And uh, I tell you what, I've really been enjoying just meeting more people and getting insights and um, just, just hearing the different styles that people do. So when I heard Dan's style, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of NPR-ish. But then I listened to him like, no, no, it's not. It's, it's just, it's Dan's whole thing. And that's why I love this show. I get to hear great podcasts. So, but yeah. And we got through another episode without making anyone cry. <laughs> uh, better luck next week. So. Yeah, we'll try. There you go. So again, if you want to get signed up, it's podcastreviewshow.com forward slash review me. We'll see you again real soon with another episode. And uh, until then, remember that there's always room for improvement. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book and you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on, and it's happening very, very soon, March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.